Hello, innovators. I'm Todd Wyant, and welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast presented by Applied Software Graytech Group. You're invited to join our conversation to model the future of construction innovation and the digital transformation adventure of this great industry. Hope you are enjoying the Christmas holiday season and getting some well-earned rest with family and friends. This is a special episode today. Over the last three years, we have written several eBooks centered on the themes that reoccur throughout our conversations on this podcast. Today, we are releasing a special audio version of one of those eBooks. You are able to download a copy of the full eBook at bridgingthegappod.com slash resources. Hope you enjoy. How to market your construction company. Tips from top level marketers in the industry. Introduction. Whether your marketing efforts are aimed at maintaining your existing customer base or attracting new clients and employees, you need to tailor your message to your audience. This will involve three steps. One, defining your target audience. What companies do you want to work for? Two, designing a message for them. Determine their needs and wants. Three, putting your message where they can get it. Email, social media, website, telephone, newspapers, printed flyers or brochures, and in your bids. The stalwart among us may decide they want to do everything themselves, whether that decision is motivated by the desire to main control or to save money. However, if you are not one of them, you may realize that you can save yourself a lot of headaches by organizing a company marketing team that may be comprised of in-house talent or hired out to a specialist on contract. For a marketing team, you'll need a writer, a strategist slash analyst, videographer, website specialist, and artist slash designer. It would be a rare case if you could find one person to fill all those roles. It is possible, but it's more likely than a company that specializes in marketing to your type of business and in your industry can at least help you get started. You may want to start slowly and only undertake one or two ideas in this ebook to begin with. You don't have to do everything at once. Decide on your priorities. According to Statista.com, following are some types of marketing content and how often they are used by marketers. Blog posts, 85%. Sharing on social media, 56%. Press releases, 39%. Videos, 32%, and printed materials, 28%. Chapter 1, Branding, by Andres Burton. One of the first things you should do that will inform your marketing efforts is develop a brand for your company if you don't already have one. This will include a logo, a mission statement, and a consistent image that the public can relate to and remember about your company. Your mission statement may be something nebulous in your mind that you have used over the years to guide your business pursuits. Writing down your company's mission statement is an important exercise, and it lets your employees and customers know what your company stands for. Identify your intended audience, their revenues, location, 
types of project and interests. Identify your company, describe your culture, show the human side of your company. Your mission statement and your employees are the foundation of your company's culture. Putting this information out to the public can help gain trust, which historically has not been abundant in construction. Then using these elements of your brand, develop a message for your audience. Chapter two, website by Eric Daniel. Why you should get a website. There are 1.8 billion websites in the world, but a 2021 digital.com survey found that 25% of small businesses still do not have a website, even though about one third of people looking for a company to do business with will not consider one that does not have a website. And that proportion is likely higher among larger customers. If you don't have a website yet, it's advisable to develop one as soon as you can. If you don't have the in-house talent or expertise to do so, you have plenty of options. There are two best options that come to mind when doing so, using a website builder service or contracting it out to a third party. Evaluating options. If you want to strike out on your own and build your website, Services like Squarespace or Wix are great options that are free and or inexpensive. These services come with a variety of templates that will save some time in your design process. Who needs to reinvent the wheel? Contracting it out is another great option. Dozens of services like 99designs, 5RR, and others let you pay an on-demand fee for a simple website from a professional that your peers have vetted. There are also marketplaces for companies looking for digital services, as well as matchmaking services, seriously, that will set you up with the right web design agency. How to get started. As you develop a well-designed professional website, set a goal to make it helpful to potential customers. Focus on your target customer's needs. Then match your website content, images, and contact forms to address those needs. A professional website should include these elements. About us, services we offer, testimonials, blog, contact us. You can create a page for each of these elements or go for a more simple one-page design that includes all of the above on just a single page. Interspersed with text, your website should have graphics, images, and photographs of projects and real people. Ideally, these people would include your staff and customers. Services like Shutterstock have a paid library of high quality images you can license and use. And others like Pexels and Unsplash have free image libraries. Just make sure you are properly licensing your images. 
companies have built software to detect the misuse of images and graphics that is more sensitive than those metal detectors in the airports. Remember, sometimes less is more when you're writing text for a website. You have about 15 seconds to capture someone's attention on each web page. Your text should be brief with interactive elements that visitors can click to learn more and to guide them to other pages on your website. Here are some guidelines from HubSpot. One, keep it simple and easy to read. Limit a visitor's options so they don't become overwhelmed by choices. Two, arrange pages so the most important things are the most attractive. Three, make navigation simple and obvious. Four, keep the look consistent from page to page. Background, fonts, colors. Five, make sure your website is compatible with desktop, tablet, and mobile devices. Six, use a conventional design that demonstrates your company is stable and trustworthy. Seven, use a maximum of five standard colors that fit your brand and up to three fonts in colors that contrast with the background. Build time. Did you notice how much of this chapter took place before we actually started building a website? That's because 75% plus of the time you spend working on your website will end up being writing and thinking, and that's perfectly normal. You do all the thinking up front so your customer doesn't have to. A clear and simple website will funnel your prospective customers right to the answer they are looking for. Here is what you can map out before you even touch a website builder. Your customers' pain points, anxieties, desires, and priorities. How your products slash services address those pain points. An outline of the menu and pages of your site. The writing that goes on each one of these pages slash sections. The action you want a user to take when visiting a certain part of your website. How users can get in contact with you and your organization's plan of attack after a customer contacts you through the website. Now we are ready to design and build. You heard that right, design, build. Much like construction projects, you should probably think about designing what you are about to build. Otherwise, you're stuck with an unknown amount of time, resources, cost, and future outcomes. To create a website, choose a domain name, example, yourcompany.com, and check to see if it is available. GoDaddy.com is one of the most popular domain name services. Select a web hosting service. HostGator and DreamHost both have unlimited storage space, and you can register your domain name for free the first year. Hosting services vary in cost, 
and number of services that they provide. If you're not as technically inclined as you want to be, consider going more full service. DNS management, backups, support, security certificates, etc. Choose a website creation tool. Wix, Squarespace, and WordPress are popular. Map out the content. By now, you have already done that. Decide on a theme and design. Finally, build your website. Final step, run some tests. Remember back when we said you have 15 seconds to catch someone's attention? How do you know if someone is more likely to click on the headline, grow your business with the right construction technology, or grow your business with the right construction software? You don't. Track the number of people that take the desired contact us action on the page for a certain time, change up the headline, and then track the same actions over the same amount of time. You might be shocked at how different the results could be. Conclusion, congratulations, you have built your website. You just jumped ahead of the 25% of those businesses that haven't made a website yet. Right now, you might be wondering about search engine optimization or SEO and other technical terms you have heard about before and why those weren't in this chapter. The good news is that the vast majority of website builders and related services have SEO best practices baked into the design of your website. As long as your pages and content are clearly written and well-organized, your site will be seen by Google and other search engines. Chapter three, blogs by Carol Dunn. Blog is a shortened version of web log. The form and purpose of blog posts have evolved from essentially an online personal diary 25 years ago to today's informational business articles that instruct and enlighten. A blog is a series of informational articles or posts, most of them written on a similar subject. For instance, technology in construction. Most blog posts teach the reader about something, describe how to do something, or recount someone's experience or views on a topic. Construction industry blogs typically occupy their own separate section on a company's website. According to First Sight Guide, based on activities reported by various platforms that are active in the blogging world, WordPress, Tumblr, Blogger, Wix, Squarespace, and Medium, there are over 570 million blogs on the internet. The purpose of most blogs is to build an audience for some purpose that might be creative expression, sharing recipes, or promoting a business. The important thing to keep in mind is that you need to stand out from the other 570 million. It may sound daunting, but there are ways to accomplish that without resorting to something bizarre. Optimizing your blog for search engines 
is one of the best things you can do to increase the number of visitors and potential customers to your site. The goal is to have a link to your site pop up in the search engine results when someone does a Google search on your blog's topic. This is known as search engine optimization, SEO ranking. You can optimize your site by using keywords, adding videos, and engaging images, and keeping older posts updated. Three free tools that can help you improve your SEO are Word Tracker, keyword research tool, Site Checker, online website SEO scorer, and SEO Quake for insights into SEO metrics. If you write a blog, make it informative or about a problem you solved for a customer. Prospective customers are less interested in how great your company is and more interested in what you can do for them. About half of blog readers only skim an article to see if there is anything they might be interested in. Therefore, attention-getting titles and subheadings are important to draw readers into your blog. Be sure to use images, whether they are graphics, maps, logos, or photographs of real people. Some blog specialists advise using as many as one image for every 100 words of text. The important thing to remember is to break up the text so the reader doesn't get bored and decide to move along to someone else's blog. Remember, photos of real people are more enticing and relatable to a reader than stock images you might purchase through a company like Shutterstock, iStock, Stock Photo Secrets, or Adobe Stock. People who are interested in the types of things your company does are potential customers. As a part of a blog post, you can offer a download, for instance, an ebook or a free guide that enables you to gather contact information on readers who fill out their information in return for the download. If you start a blog, commit to it and post regularly, whether that is bi-weekly, weekly, twice a week, or daily. If you're busy, put it on your calendar. Be sure you're consistent so your audience knows they can check back for a new post on a regular basis. You don't want your audience to forget about you. On the blog I write for, the days that have the most blog views are Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Statistics show that most people read blogs in the morning. So you may want to set up your new blog posts to automatically post first thing in the morning. To maintain a steady stream of visitors to your blog, you need to promote it regularly. Most people use social media. However, paid ads, email marketing, and guest blogging are also helpful. Chapter four, social media by Caitlin Dunn. Over 75% of construction companies promote their business on social media. Reviews and testimonials from customers are especially useful to share. Potential customers can relate to someone else's story about how they solved their problems. With the huge growth in the use of social media over the past few years, 
Your mission is to figure out a way to make your company stand out among the competition. Consider targeting, a strategy that breaks a large market into smaller, more concentrated segments. Targeting allows you to focus on one aspect of your market to direct your resources and efforts in order to achieve a goal more quickly and effectively. Whatever you ultimately decide to do to distinguish yourself, make sure your company comes across as professional. To establish your company's reputation and credibility, you can write attention-grabbing and informational articles and post them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at the very least. As a way to make the most of your efforts, you can repost your website's blog posts on social media a few days after they are published on your website. Over half of all bloggers do this. It expands your audience and helps you build credibility. LinkedIn. Join LinkedIn and connect with people, develop an audience that you're interested in working with, including decision makers. LinkedIn, a brand safe space for business professionals, has over 690 million members. It was named the most trusted social platform in the 2020 Business Insider Digital Trust Report. Establishing a presence on LinkedIn is another way to build and nurture relationships that can help you out in the future with potential job opportunities. If you'd like to set up an account, simply create one using your email address or Google account. You can follow tags that are relevant to your field and explore topics you're interested in. In addition, you can connect and stay up to date with other like-minded individuals. It's absolutely worth a look. Facebook business. Good news. If you get a Facebook business page, that page can send and receive messages, post updates, receive notifications, as well as share, comment, and like content posted by other Facebook users. Here are some ways to stand out from the other 60 million active Facebook business pages that exist. Be engaging. On your page, you can share photos of job sites, employees, news about awards and certifications your company has received, and current or upcoming projects. This will make your audience feel like they're part of the fun. Get to know your audience. You can easily use Facebook's business tools to gather data about your audience and use demographics to put together a targeted marketing strategy. You'll be better able to connect with your customers and make sure they repeat their business with you. Put your contact information out there. Potential customers will need your contact information. Listing your phone number, mailing address, and email address on your Facebook business page is a great way to make sure that someone can get a hold of you. If you also offer your business website address, that amount of boosted web traffic will ensure that more customers can learn about your specialties and services. Instagram business. An Instagram business account is the Instagram version 
of a Facebook business page. When you set one up, Instagram knows you are using your profile for marketing, and it gives you access to features that personal, non-business profiles do not have. With Instagram business, you can take advantage of such benefits as access to analytics about your marketing efforts, calls to action, or CTAs that readers can click on, which will take them to links of your choosing, and ability to create ads from your posts, boosting, which brings in more views, leads, messages, and calls. These benefits can help you market your company successfully and track the impact of that marketing. The odds are many construction companies that compete with yours are already promoting their business on social media, whether you use Facebook business, Instagram business, or LinkedIn. It's important to get your message in front of the companies you want to work for. Decide what sets your company apart from the rest and build on that concept. When potential customers understand what makes your company special, they are more likely to contact you and take that next step to contracting with you on their next job. Chapter five, videos by Todd Wyant. Video marketing can sound intimidating, expensive, and overwhelming. The good news is none of that has to be true. Want even more good news? The upside of video marketing is enormous. A recent Render Forest survey found that video marketing helped companies increase their brand awareness by 70%, website traffic by 51%, and sales by 34%. Those are results that every small, medium, and large business would want to generate. So how do you go about that and why does video work so well? The power of story. First off, there is tremendous power when you are able to visually communicate a good story. Think about it. We have been drawn into stories since people first started interacting with each other. That is how we share information. When you can add a visual component to the story, it only further helps to resonate and allows people to retain. Remember back to your high school English class on the core elements of story, character, setting, conflict, plot, and theme. Character, who is your story about? Two main characters that every great story has are the hero and the guide. Big thing to keep in mind, you are not the hero of the story you are telling. You should be the guide, the knowledge expert who can help the hero on their journey to accomplishment. Besides, the guides actually end up being everyone's favorite characters. Dumbledore, Gandalf, etc. Setting. Where is the story taking place? This should be a place that is relatable. The more you can tie it to real life, the better. Conflict. What is the hero trying to overcome? What is the pain point? There has to be some obstacle standing in the way, whether that is the skilled labor shortage, rework, over budget, etc. 
The construction industry faces conflict on a daily basis trying to build a building. Plot. What is your video about? This is the story element. Theme. What are you trying to communicate in your story? Think through what you want the viewer to be left with after watching the video. Is there a specific action that you're trying to get them to take? Don't overcomplicate. Okay, now that we have the basics of a good story out of the way, there is an important thing to keep in mind. Don't overcomplicate. The steps above do not have to take more than a couple minutes to think through. They allow you to have a game plan going into the video. Also, keep in mind that most people have a short attention span. Realistically, you have about two minutes max to get and keep someone's attention before they move on. Now, just start videoing yourself. Video is a compelling way to humanize your brand. People want to see you and work with people that they like and respect. Make sure you have a good light source on your face so you can be seen and a good mic so you can be heard. These don't need to cost a lot of money. In fact, you can find quality and affordable options on Amazon. Share on social media. Once you have your video, share it with others. Social media has been a great equalizer, allowing brands to get in front of their audience quickly. Video is one of the most interactive forms of content on social media. Why? Simple, the movement from the video gets people to stop because it stands out from the static images and text on other posts. Leverage that. After you put your video content on social media, engage with those who are interacting with your content. This is an organic way to start building your base. Again, people want to buy from people they respect and like. So do not be afraid to put yourself out there. Takeaway. Videos are a powerful way to communicate. At your job sites, record videos showing progress, employees hard at work, special techniques being used, or anything you would like to highlight about your jobs that sets your company apart. You can edit your videos for use in social media or on your website to focus on jobs in your portfolio. WordStream reports 59% of executives prefer video instead of text when both are available on the same topic. Another study by Explainly found that one third of internet activity is spent watching videos. Construction is a visual industry and you should take advantage of that. If a picture is worth a thousand words, a video beats that by a mile. Having an existing customer describe in their words how your company performed on their project is priceless. It is the best kind of testimonial. The same WordStream report found that 79% of people were influenced by a video ad to buy a product or software. Keep in mind as you improve your use of videos, you are not just marketing to potential customers, you are also making your company visible to potential employees. Videos, particularly about your company culture and employee experience, can be a useful recruitment tool. Chapter six, 
Emails by Amy Worthy LaHoop. You can use marketing emails for outreach to customers and potential customers. Before you start sending emails, there are several things you need to consider. One, audience. Before you implement an email marketing campaign, you must build an audience based on who you want to email. It is very important to only email people who have opted into receiving your emails. There are a variety of ways to build your list, many of which are covered in the other chapters of this ebook. Think of an email address field as a price tag requiring an email address to access the content you provide, how-to videos, guides, etc. Two, goals. People receive an unprecedented amount of email these days. Instead of adding to the noise, think about what you want to accomplish through your emails. Are you creating awareness, helping a customer through their journey, selling a product or service? If your goals aren't clear to you, they won't be clear to your readers. Think about what they want and need to know. As you define your goals, think also about an email cadence. You don't want to send one email one month and then every other day the next month. If you aren't sure what cadence is right for your recipients, let them decide. Three, preferences. No matter how well you know your audience, it is best to give your subscribers the option to choose their own preferences. Create a subscription center that sums up the types of emails you will send and let them choose what emails they want to see. A few of the options in the applied software subscription center include industry news, webinars and events, and special offers. You can also include an option to adjust frequency. This allows subscribers to choose to receive all emails, a weekly email, a monthly email, or whatever options you offer. Now that you have a list of subscribers, outlined your goals, and created a subscription center, you're ready to get started. Email can be a very sensitive marketing tool thanks to hackers, phishing attempts, and ransomware attacks. It is very important that your emails come from a recognizable name and email address. This could be a well-known person in your company or your company's name. Most of our marketing emails are sent from applied software, marketing at asti.com. If people do not recognize the from name or email address, they probably won't open your email and are likely to flag it as spam. Subject lines are also very important. This is what grabs the recipient's attention and makes them want to read your email, but it also can make them send your email to spam. Avoid using words like free, make money, or dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. The list of words to avoid is actually very long. Also avoid using all caps. The more your emails are flagged as spam, the less likely other people will receive your emails. The best subject lines hint at what's actually in the email and make the reader want more. Once a reader opens your email, you want to build trust. Use concise links 
that will take the reader directly to what they should be expecting based on your message. Nobody likes clickbait. A great way to build trust is by creating a uniform email template. The template should include company logo in the header, consistent text styles, such as font and link color and style, uniform buttons and social icons, footer image, your company name, address, and phone number, a link to unsubscribe or manage email preferences. Your email template may change over time, but it should not change from email to email. Another way to build trust is to start with an email explaining what your subscribers can expect from you, such as a welcome campaign. After a person opts into receiving your emails, you can send an email letting them know what types of emails they might receive from you in the future, like customer success stories, company announcements, blogs, and so on. You can also point them to your subscription center to let them know they have a choice of what type of emails they receive. An email should do more than just say hi. The reader should be encouraged to interact, which is described as a click. If your email contains a video, you can triple the number of readers that interact or click in your email. Think of it as a call to action. Always have a purpose for the action you want recipients to take. The idea is to keep your company in front of existing and potential customers so they'll think of you when a project comes up that you could bid on. The more often they see your name and know they can rely on you for helpful information, the more likely they will be to work with you. Chapter seven, Digital Advertising by Eric Daniel. Digital advertising is the process of creating and distributing promotional material through online platforms like social media, search engines, websites, and more. There are a few main types we will go through in this ebook, and then we'll walk through the bidding process that most digital advertising platforms go through to display your ad to the right person. One, search engine marketing. SEM is an umbrella term that is divided into search engine optimization, or SEO, and sponsored links. While there is some overlap between the two, we are going to focus on our sponsored links and describe how it can also bolster SEO. A sponsored link is any link that you pay a fee for, so it will show up in search results. The most common place you will see sponsored links is on Google search, where your search results usually display an ad in the top and bottom positions on the page. Why care about this type of digital advertising? With a clever strategy, you can get your product or service right in front of a user who just searched for something related to what you are selling. Small companies have a fighting competitive chance to show up in search results that outrank larger, more established companies. SEM is a good option for showing immediate results from marketing, whereas SEO is a longer term endeavor. Two, display ads. 
Display advertising is the closest thing to the traditional advertising that we are used to seeing. It's a collection of images, videos, graphics, and text to attract the user's attention and ultimately encourage them to take a specific action. Google's display network is the most popular of the bunch whose collection of over 2 million websites reaches over 90% of the world's internet users. There are so many types of display ads, but you'd be here all day if we told you about all of them. Why are display ads great? Visual stimulus. It may sound surprising to hear, but we are all a lazy bunch when it comes to browsing the internet. Site taking too long to load? Go elsewhere. Web page copy too long? Skip the paragraph. Display ads are great for grabbing attention because images are much easier and quicker for our brains to process information on. Display ads are also great when you're browsing a bunch of websites across the internet. Those persistent banners that seem to follow you around? Display ads. Three, social media ads. This type of advertising shows paid ads to a specific audience using social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and others offer social media ad tools. Social media is widely regarded as the most efficient way to market business to customer or B2C products and services, though the growth of B2B business to business companies using those platforms is increasing every day, especially on LinkedIn. This channel of advertising works well because whether you're on the clock at work or not, you probably spend a significant amount of your time on some type of social media app, and you aren't alone in that. Social media ads also offer some of the most in-depth targeting that is possible across the internet today. What you post, who you follow, behaviors you exhibit on social media apps all factor into how you can ultimately be targeted across the platform. Don't believe us? Think back to the last time you took a trip and posted a selfie at your favorite landmark. This information can now be used in audience segmentation on Facebook. Bottom line, if you want the most flexible way to segment and target your potential audience, then consider using social media ads. How to get your ads on Google Display Network and social media. You've read about all the different types of digital ads above, and now you want to know how to get them online. Most digital advertising platforms run on the equivalent of a lightning fast auction every single time someone makes a search or scrolls through a feed. One caveat, the highest bidder does not always win. When you pay to have an ad show up on a specific platform, you're indirectly competing with all other advertisers and more directly competing with your competitors over cost, quality, and order of placement. Everyone else on your platform has specified the maximum amount they are willing to spend in order to get the user to take the desired action on their ad. Besides just bidding the highest, most ad platforms also have something equivalent to Google's 
quality score. A quality score is a measure of the quality of your ads, keywords, and landing pages. And better quality ads can lead to lower costs and better ad positions. When you put all of this together, you get a picture of how the ads auction works in real time. And based on an example, you can see that the highest bidder doesn't always win. So there you have it, an overview of digital advertising. Truly, we have only scratched the surface of what's possible. When building out your marketing campaigns, digital advertising is critically important and has some of the biggest potential for both cost and return on investment. Advertise boldly and wisely. Chapter eight, press releases by Carol Dunn. When you finish a successful job that had a unique component, new building materials, or perhaps a trending construction method, you should share that out to the public in a way that piques the interest of potential customers. Most press releases should be about one page long, 250 words double-spaced. Newspapers are rarely interested in long, wordy news items. Make sure your press release highlights what made this job newsworthy. It should point out what was remarkable or different from everything else that's being built out there. If you are marketing to your local region, city, county, multi-county area, get the names of the newspapers that are published in that region and an email address for each one's newsroom. Most newspapers prefer to receive your news in an MS Word format so they can copy and paste into their publishing software. If you don't have an established relationship with a newspaper, you may want to call the news editor and explain that you would like to get occasional coverage for interesting jobs you work on. That can help your article get noticed among the dozens or even hundreds that a newsroom might receive in a week. There are press outlets that you can subscribe to if you want a more regional or national coverage of your press release. Chapter nine, brochures by Andres Burton. You can use reviews and testimonials as content for brochures. Maybe you can highlight one noteworthy job as a case study. If you check back with customers after a job is complete to get their feedback, you can establish relationships and build trust with existing customers and the potential customers they may refer to you. This is the fruit of your relationship efforts. Unless you have a talented graphic artist on staff, you may want to hire out your brochure. You can usually furnish the graphic arts company with your text and a few photographs, and they can prepare a few options for layouts. An experienced firm can usually turn a brochure job around in a week, saving you time and frustration. Your brochures and flyers need to include your logo, contact information, and represent the image you established when you developed your company's brand. A good size for a construction industry brochure is one that can be inserted, do again. A good size for a construction industry brochure is one that can be inserted into a shirt or coat pocket, usually a tri-folded eight and a half by 11 page. Chapter 10, Bids by Carol Dunn. 
One of the primary purposes for marketing your construction company is getting the opportunity to work for someone or at least the opportunity to bid on upcoming jobs. Beyond getting these leads through your other marketing tasks, ask existing vendors and customers for referrals about requests for proposals they learn about or jobs that are coming up for bid. Your bid can serve as its own marketing piece. When you submit a bid for a job, you have an opportunity to get your message in front of a decision maker, and that person is essentially a captive audience. The better your bid looks, the better your company looks. It pays to put forth your best effort in developing a professional-looking bid and include information about your company that distinguishes it from the competition. Not all bids are awarded to the lowest bidder. Many things are taken into consideration when an owner evaluates the bids they receive. Just as with marketing in general, it may behoove you to contract out your bids and estimates to a marketing specialist. It cannot hurt to give a bid your best effort. Some things you may cite to set your company apart, a list of successful jobs, satisfied customers willing to be references, and accreditations. Follow up with your customers after their job is complete. This demonstrates that you care about their satisfaction with the job you did. If you harbor a fear that they are not happy about some aspect of that job, that is the absolute worst reason to not stay in touch. One unhappy customer relating their dissatisfaction about your work can poison a large pool of potential customers against doing business with you, especially in this age of venting on social media. Good customer service is essential in a personal industry like construction. As a contractor, your job is to make your customers' dreams come true, not their nightmares. It is better to face the music and quickly if something needs to be rectified on a finished job. It is imperative to establish good relationships and maintain them. Summary. When establishing your marketing plan, decide your priorities for reaching your target audience, whether that is your existing customer base or potential new clients and employees. Build on a solid professional foundation and make sure the public knows the image you want your company to be known for. Once you decide who you want to work for and what they need and want, it will make it easier to decide which marketing efforts will serve you best in reaching them with your message. Whether you use social media, press releases, printed materials, emails, blogs, and or videos, you will be able to relay how your company's qualifications make you the best choice for making a customer's dreams come true. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are interested in learning more, you can visit our sponsor, Applied Software, Great Tech Group at asti.com for more information. You can listen to this podcast anytime by simply going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our website, bridgingthegappod.com. As always, I'm Todd Wyant, thanking you for joining the conversation to model the future on the Bridging the Gap podcast. Keep innovating.